listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Synthesizer, microwave me, give me your drugs so I can make seven babies. Pump my breast up. Can you suck the fat up? Please make my life appear like I ain't no such thing as bad luck. My nose ain't right, like I need a new one. Take a pick of yellow, red, or black, or a blue one. Virtual reality, virtual bullshit. Synthesizer, preachers can preach you up in the pulpit. Who a bitch? Give me my gas so I can smoke this nigga. Tell his mama not to cry because they can't, cause they can call him quicker than they take his daddy to make him. Niggas writing verbatim. Thought provoking, ready, wait. <laughs> Stop provoking records, radios never played them. Instant, quickly, snoop, improve. Hurry, hurry, rush, rush, word on the move. Marijuana illegal, but cigarettes cool. I might look like a dummy, but I ain't no fool. Hey, welcome to the Black Outers Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. I think it was kind of funny, but I ain't no fool. But it's cool. It's cool. Now, if you want to synthesize, I empathize. If you want to synthesize, I empathize. But if you synthesize, I will understand your synthesizer, man. Oh, we are live on a Monday. Getting your Monday night capped off before it's time to go watch a Supergirl. Mm-hmm. that's right we still watch all those shows guys we uh we are also nerdy black people we uh, are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i you know it and the thing is for a very long time i actually ran from the word nerd mm-hmm. because everybody has a different definition of nerd and nerdem, and a lot of people have been affected with the word nerd from childhood you know because a lot of people find out about that word from childhood and when I thought about actually like nerds, I, my, my definition of it is like people that are like highly intelligent and, you know, like read dictionaries for fun, you know, like you can put computers together, know what a cookie is on the computer, like shit like that. Like I don't know none of that shit, so I'm not no nerd, you know. But what I realized over time is that when you use the word nerd is – it's used very differently today than it was years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I, I realize that, you know, because the thing is, you just, I feel like when it comes to nerd and nerdum, you just know more than the average person because a lot of times people just don't know anything about a different genre, about certain genres. And I realize over my years and just life experiences and just doing shit, I sit back and I talk sometimes and I don't even realize I realized that I picked up knowledge over some things and other people was like, well, you actually know a lot of shit. And I'm like, you know what I do? But I still never really considered myself a nerd, especially for those of you that listen to the nerd. I was like, I'm not no goddamn nerd. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I just, I know we do a lot of nerdy stuff and, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I've embraced it. But I just, I, 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 I'm glad you came around. I know it took me a long time. But when you go on a five-minute tangent about how the Zelda beta made you mad and have the people going, what the hell is a beta? You is a nerd. Yeah, everybody can go listen to your uh, latest episode uh, as a guest on ADD Space or Ad Space on the uh, Unreasonable Fridays podcast network. I had and, a uh, ball with Aaron and Baker. Pretty sure you can't deny the nerdery that happened there. <laughs> we talked about sexuality and video games all kinds of good stuff we talked about over there um the unofficial weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme this podcast today is uh brought to you by listeners like you okay guys uh go to our t public store go to tpublic.com put in code uh put in tbgwt and uh all our products will come up 
and our store will come up buy stuff click on things we like when you do that and you'll be out here looking nice in your tvgwt gear and uh you know we pay the people who give us the designs uh for it so you know you buying stuff helps us recoup the cost of uh paying the people the, the artists who do the work um so thank you for uh everybody takes time out to do that um and and as always we're always fielding submissions so you know the blackout tips at gmail.com if you get an idea not saying we'll accept every idea some better than others and whatnot no hard feelings but uh you know if we see something good you know we'll hit you up and see what we can do and yeah. we can uh, get it from you and the thing is shoot your shot you never know yeah um so yeah um the uh what are we gonna talk about today uh mm-hmm. what's in the news what's in the news i feel like uh, my life the last 48 hours has just been uh fan con twitter and and articles and shit yeah, every time you turn around something else popping up something else coming out another statement making everybody look worse mm-hmm. like it's real bad um i know what we'll just talk a little bit um so we i saw this documentary on uh, amazon prime um now first of all i heard about it by listening to last name basis which is a podcast by francesca ramsey and her husband mm-hmm. um i'm so sorry i forgot his name by francesca ramsey and her husband uh <laughs> now i gotta go look it up uh in the background that go karen's karen's husband yeah yeah but um anyway it's called last name basis um uh, shout out to them. patrick patrick that is his name how did i not know that he says patrick instead of the n-word in songs how did i not know that anyway um the uh the uh we listened to this episode where they talked about this documentary called um the brainwashing of my father so i was like i want to watch this and karen just happened to be in the room when i watched it too so she watched it um but it was about right-wing radio and how mm. um this woman who you know in her mind her father was didn't have a racist bone in his body you know one of those guys um and then uh like obama got elected and he started having more of a like longer commute to work or some shit and he would just like listen to am talk radio like rush limbaugh and stuff and essentially it poisoned his mind against um everything that he supposedly must have used to believe in or at least things he had no real uh, political leaning on he now leaned all the way right right um and it's a very interesting documentary it breaks down like um you know the the techniques that like fox news uses and you know the the empire that like rush limbaugh has, has built you know like they have a interview with him basically talking about how it doesn't matter if he believes the shit he says or not because he's just making money off of it right and you know kind of like with trump like i don't think people on the right really give a fuck you know they're like it don't matter if it's true i want to believe it especially if it's racist or uh anti-woman or whatever like i want to believe these things so all it takes is you saying them um and they break down like how they have like fox news create stories and like it'll be totally fake and um like you know they'll cover it on several different shows how all the women on fox like look alike um yeah they talk about laws and how certain laws change and where certain laws change people change the way they phrase things and the wordings of things based off of laws that were actually in place for a reason mm-hmm. you know because we used to have laws that fox didn't exist because they was like hey you can't be out here lying to the goddamn public and making shit up right so um you know so it was just an interesting documentary and then like especially like how outspoken i mean like a little quiet 
white dude old white man that you walk by the at the at harris cheetah a hundred times in your life you know um but like he and it, the weirdest part was like so he used to get these spam emails and send them to all his family and stuff and mm-hmm. it's not like he was that computer savvy or whatever at one point uh he stopped sleeping in the bed with his wife because um she didn't want to hear all that shit and he would go in another room and just watch fox news all night right and they also talked about they also talked about a lot of studies and statistics about uh the group that they target they talked about white men they talked about how a lot of a lot of times they were ride alone a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know, it's different since periods of time. You're like long commutes, truck drivers, and things like that. And they also talk to people that used to be in the uh, Rush Limbaugh core. Like, they used to be hardcore Rush Limbaugh fans, and they are no longer uh, affiliated with that. And they would tell you how the language and how they speak and how it made you feel. And it made people feel a certain type of way. And because a lot of that shit catered towards particularly white men white <coughs> women are wrapped in it too but he he's his targeted audience is white men and it was just amazing to hear how she the uh the 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 woman the daughter who was this documentary was right by her father how he went from being quiet and docile to all of a sudden belligerent fighting with everybody arguing with everybody you know constantly saying racist shit constantly sending them racist ass emails to everybody in email chains and things like that and he goes from that to i think something happened oh i remember what happened because he's old so what happened his radio broke and so once his radio broke he never got it fixed and Mm -hmm. so once he never got his radio fixed all of that influence stopped right and once that influence stopped it's almost like they cut off the addiction and all of a sudden his wife who was more computer savvy than he was went in like his email and started unsubscribing him to all that bullshit that he was subscribed to that Mm. kept coming in and so she started subscribing him to stuff that was more positive and things like that and like as he got older all because you know he she was saying to me and my dad we basically couldn't have a conversation couldn't talk about anything you and know. it's fairly simplistic because like literally oh and i'm sorry it's called the brainwashing of my dad not my father but brainwashing of my dad but um it's kind of interesting because like they it's so simple like they wean them off and then by the end and i don't know if it's just editing you know where they want to make it look simple it's trying to wrap this shit up you know um and maybe apply a message a hopeful message that these people can be changed and um they don't have to be like this but uh like they literally wing him off of the emails and shit and then by the end he's like no i don't care if two gay people get married it has nothing to do with me and uh you know matter of fact good for them and you know like he he expresses a couple of like more positive opinions you know like i I actually i miss obama he was good and i'm like okay um you know i don't know if it's that simple for everybody but i did appreciate the examination of like the news sources that drive a lot of this shit so yeah and also i do believe that the media that you consume does affect you good or bad it does affect you and if a lot of the people that listen to fox a lot of them majority of them are fucking racist because that's all the shit they spew that's all they put out and a lot of people a lot of white people wrap themselves around that because it doesn't challenge them it doesn't make them think it makes them 
feel comfortable in their whiteness it's always the others it's always those people you know and a lot of people particularly a lot of white people because the way our culture here here is it feeds to white supremacy and a lot it's hard for white people to fight against white supremacy because the the structure of it is to make you feel comfortable yeah it's just it's a scary notion thinking of so many it's the most watched news source and yet they're constantly decrying how mainstream media but they are mainstream media and and they feed this underdog feeling in these um in these white people uh, throughout america and it's scary knowing the the force and and the anti-factual nature of their you know of their stuff their propaganda is just it's scary knowing that that exists and that it's affecting people so so easily Mm-hmm. because the thing is that and that has in my opinion it has a lot to do with uh a lot of the people that are are, are wrapped up in that and not to fun a lot of them majority of them are lower at lower educated which means they can not trying to find it be more easily persuade you do have some higher educated people in it but the people that are higher educated are people that actually the, putting the shit out the common thread is not even education it's just that they're white that's it true look at trump voters they 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 are all throughout the spectrums and actually the higher you go up in income the more white the vote you know the more percentage of the white vote he got so you know women men it just the common denominator is whiteness you know all right let's get into uh some other stuff um wait did i have some random thoughts i got a couple they quick though um matter of fact um these yeah these won't take long um i was looking i was looking i was reading like a comic book or something the other day and uh peter parker was like um you know doing some shit and like he had to leave to turn the spider-man to come back you know so of course the people had to tell like spider-man what was going on but he was peter parker so he knew what was going on and that was when i realized i could never be a hero with a secret identity because as an introvert i hate having the same conversation twice it's a big pet peeve of mine um like <laughs> i don't know how you deal with me half the time i don't know how either because you repeat yourself a lot and mm-hmm. she don't care mm-mm, mm-mm. you you gonna listen like i listen that's the thing that's my thing guys i do listen to people like i will listen to you i, I don't have to agree with and you I've been like this forever i will understand where you're coming from so that you don't have to repeat what you said because i actually listened to you the first time I, I, this, it is a very rare day when i say something to karen like wait wh- when did you tell me this because i remember that's you told true. me that's true but it don't matter anyway mm-hmm. i'd give up my secret identity if i had one mid-sentence i can't take the same <laughs> conversation it's like oh man i'm peter parker right now it's a force field up let me i better go get spider-man i run off come back at spider-man hey i don't know where peter went but spider-man it's a force field oh come on guys it's me peter <laughs> goddamn let's go come on already mm-hmm you know i'm just just so you know i'm spider-man let's go let's hurry up they still wouldn't believe me. i know everything peter said i know but let me explain mm-hmm. one more time no mm-hmm. i understand it was me that went to get me remember you're the one out of the loop now <laughs> i was watching a uh i was watching like a world star video or some video on like twitter or something and uh it was these two you know that girl um i don't know if you remember this girl uh what was her fucking real name danielle Bregoni or something like that uh, it sounds familiar uh i feel like you know well you know her probably better as the um catch me outside girl yeah i know her yes okay 
so um i saw her getting into it with another little like white girl that looked kind of for lack of a better term wiggerish mm-hmm. you know you know you guys know what I'm about. Mm-hmm. you know the type catch me outside how about that her um she was um at like some club or some venue and i don't know how she's doing that because she's like 16 14 maybe and another little white girl followed by another group of black men came up to her and she looked like you know like bizarro catch me outside girl she looked like free me inside girl you know (laughs) um and she was like uh you know what you want to do you don't want no slant you want no slant you want to do this you want to do something and then brett danielle's like oh what you trying to do you trying to do something da, da, da. and there's like another little white girl and and she people it? and she has a video in her house talking about how rich she is i think we saw this on Jesus and mary you might maybe you didn't watch it with me okay but she was like i got this i got this i got, I got this and i'm like 13 you don't have shit your parents are only people that earn money out come on but the thing was you know and then they had another video where chief keith had a little white girl and she was out there talking about all the money she's getting and i realized um rappers got little white girl pokemons now they catching them all i think that's what this is they making them battle they training them they feeding them putting them back in their little white girl pokeballs they pull them out on each other and you know catch me outside girl i choose you and then she pop out and be like who wants son? how about that hmm? right that, that's a whole yep. phrase the hoes is laughing yep i mean these hoes don't want to see me outside and then the other girl is you know yeah bitch um and they all have like super white names too like they real names is like you know um melanie or some shit you know it's like but they but they don't go by that shit it'd be like you know little little trig or some shit and they're like oh yeah little trig but yeah it's an entire fucking industry of this shit i don't know if they like got cards i don't know if they I meet up and do like know. pokey battles i don't i don't know anyway it's scary out here in these streets y'all be careful in case y'all run across one of these little I'm dangerous white girls i tell you you're gonna be shocked where are the white fathers okay come on where are the white fathers the white on white crime you know there's it's sad when white fathers are not in their kids lives and they out here doing shit like this where's your mama and of course the obvious double standard i mean i think we all know this one i almost don't even have to say it but it won come on if that was some little black girls and i'm not even just talking about how white people would treat it niggas would be totally totally different about how that shit is going down so i don't even want to get into that um but yeah like they wouldn't even be famous they'd just be some little bad black girls that people would be talking about they need they fast and need need fathers in their lives and you know these niggas gonna fuck her and all this shit mm-hmm. um yeah, yes that's the same thing about the white girls you have to be concerned about their safety too but people have a tendency not to it ain't care. even about safety they would blame the girls if it was uh, if it was black girls uh, it's not even about safety they'd be like oh uh chief key fucked this 14 year old well she ain't had no business out there then that's what she that's what she get okay. like that's Maybe if I, it was I, black if it's a white girl like that was the one thing in the videos that i did notice it wasn't no like sexual fetishizing or nothing like that and in a way it's almost like super weird and scary because it feels like the rappers know 
the agency of them being white girls is the reason that those white girls are even there come on and the power that be of them being little white girls would fucking get them sent up the creek if they did anything untoward towards those little girls so they're not even like on like it's not any sexual like when you see the videos it's not like let me look at this ass or these like it's Mm -hmm. just little white girls talking shit like they rappers or something but they little white girls and that's the whole phenomenon it's it's like acoustic covers in reverse you know Mm, yeah yeah they look kids they they i I look like i said i look at them all as little kids Mm -hmm. y'all ain't got no business but your asses out there fuck with them grown ass men (sighs) but yeah i saw that shit i was like these niggas is out here pokey fighting these white girls this is amazing this is amazing Mm -mm mm-mm-mm um and then um i was what else was i thinking in my random thoughts let me find them again oh low-key i feel like i'm waiting on sheriff clark to walk by a mirror and then call the police on himself and then beat himself to death <laughs> uh, i think he gonna arrest himself mm, i don't think he understands what's happening now um i heard he lost his sheriffship though he That's, should have yeah. with all his fake badges and then trinkets someone on twitter told me to call him by his official title coon clark and i will oh oh got demoted uh is it a promotion i don't know what the i don't know how it works over there in coonville i don't know how that works um and the last thing this isn't even a joke it's just something i was thinking about but it's gonna be a bitter day in hell on social media when that tyrone kid wins that lawsuit against howard oh they're gonna be mad there's a lot of people mad but they ain't even mad for the right reasons they just jealous and i seen it in their comments now they might disguise it as righteous anger i mean everybody does that but really it's just pettiness because you still paying student loans and you mad you know and he's he broke he cracked the matrix went to school for free and got paid when that motherfucker win that lawsuit nigga i'm gonna have to log off because i'm gonna be laughing too much and having too many jokes and y'all really are mad i made a joke about it on my facebook page and somebody wrote like a whole paragraph of why this is not funny because i was like nigga it's funny to me get off a comedian's facebook page i don't know why you came here this is a good this is a good one okay i don't know why we can't have room for both yes it's fucked up when people get scammed it and is. i feel sorry and i hope they get their money back me too but on the other hand scamming is funny when it don't happen to you come on i mean it is what it is it happened to you you light that motherfucker on fire somebody else it's a different story i don't know why niggas try to act, uh, act like they can't admit it we so joanne the scammer just got f- popular all on on their own right and nothing to do with nothing huh just we don't know why that motherfucker got a tv show and memes and y'all putting a pic uh, the picture up everywhere i don't know I, I guess i just made that whole cultural phenomenon over okay all right scams are not funny at all scams are very funny when they don't happen to you that's all it is you know that's why everybody was trying to paint the they still trying to paint the fan con as a scam because it's funnier than what probably happened which is all you got in over your head living for the internet faking it till you're making it not reaching out for help not telling people not communicating i mean yes that's a story to itself and maybe it's closer to what happened but you could just call it a scam and get these jokes in so it's just jokes over jokes over um everything really for people anyway um yeah when tyron win i'm gonna laugh and i, I just want y'all to know so don't 
don't at me no that day because that motherfucker gonna win that lawsuit <clears throat> you know get y'all money and some more <laughs> he gonna get some more money man oh they gonna be mad as hell because even if they was right and he did everything they said you can't be releasing his personal information no you can't somebody at the school had to know that and did it like that seemed like the most open and shut case ever how you gonna how can you even lose that you had to go on tv and fucking say it all like oh man Mm-mm-mm. good luck um waffle house uh they captured the killer at the waffle house so a uh, white kid um walked into waffle house shot four people of color oh uh, i think killed four people because i don't even actually know how he shot these these fucking shootings y'all they're blaring together they're like i honestly don't know the details of all of them anymore because mm-hmm. there's so fucking many correct um this one looks racially motivated he was naked he walked in naked naked killed four people one black dude basically saved some other people's lives by wrestling the gun away from him the gun he burned his hands on the hot gun barrel uh wrestling it away from him um you know uh actually some you know some true heroism um and then the guy ran away on foot uh the naked dude and got away and he was uh on the run for like a day and then they caught him today right before we went on the air um and you know it's looking like it's racially motivated he was arrested alive you know it's almost like the police do have choices in these things um and uh yes and he was ruled it was said he was troubled and delusional right he had guns he went to the white house i want to say either last year or two years ago he went to the white house got arrested they took his guns from him the government came and got his guns right Mm -hmm. the government didn't want to keep his property so they gave his property to his father okay his father gave the guns back to the boy why how i would charge that motherfucking daddy because it goes back to what i said last week or the week before i can't trust gun owners because they have stupid fucking judgment he literally had a government come tell him your son should not have weapons but whether it was his love for his son his exceptionalism for his son whatever it was he said nah i think my son should have his guns i know he was arrested at the white house now what here's the thing what a lot of gun owners would do right now and what they're probably doing in their heads listening to this people that are pro-gun um people that you know gun at all they're like well yeah that one parent well i don't have the fucking luxury of knowing which of you parents is good parents there's no fucking regulation on this you can just do that you can just do that and then the time we know that it's wrong after some people dead how is that okay you know we like it's, it's it's a ridiculous situation you know the father should go to fucking prison too right every like prison for everybody man i, I just four people dead because you said uh, i i hear what the government said but I, I actually have a different opinion and you're not gonna violate my son's second amendment right so i'm giving his guns back that's where we're at in this country and that's an acceptable amount of loss so that 
other people can just have their handgun or their whatever the fuck they have in their house right now for quote unquote protection that'll probably be used to kill them or someone else they love you know it's it's just it's, it's just really frustrating he's 29 years old so he's that ain't no child he was arrested last year by the secret service uh when he refused to leave the white house grounds his guns were taken away from him and here we are his, his, his dad was like ah, i think i think he can i think he's responsible enough to handle this this ability to take life i, I think that's fine <sighs> there was another article i don't even think i saved it but a woman accidentally killed her two-year-old child with a gun Ooh, you know assuming this accident you know that you get a gun and you fucking have it around a two-year-old but it's your right i gotta respect it second amendment nothing we can do about it two-year-old dead just gotta happen you know how it is guys what what's to be done so fucking stupid i this is a dumbass country full of dumbass gun owners that are out here and and i and i have to say all the majority of because they're so scared even the quote-unquote good ones are so fucking scared of losing their gun that they let this shit slide and that's the people that defend this shit or they demagogue the one person rather than be like we need more fucking rules and laws about how the fuck this shit's gonna work there should be no acceptable circumstance where a fucking two-year-old is dead because that by their own parent who says they accidentally did it there should be zero scenarios where that happens but here we are it's just just super frustrating man um anyway um what else is happening oh there's some good news the nra they just lost their relationship with yeti coolers not the yeti mm-hmm well them 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 hiking coolers they take out in the woods outdoor sportsman company yeah that's what it sounds like officially ended this relationship with the gun advocacy group now only question i have is expensive my only question i have is this how they gonna keep their guns cool now (laughs) not even for their guns for that meat you ever go out in a hot summer day ready to shoot some small innocent animals in the woods with your ar-15 and you're sweating and you're reaching to your reaching to your yeti cooler and you pull out a cold one a tall cold one oh this shit is expensive a tall a tall cold rifle press it up against your cheek <laughs> feel that feel that that nice cold chill up against your neck with the butt of the gun you know wipe your brow with the barrel you guys know what I'm talking about, you gun people. This is what you do. And you shoot yourself, Bambi's mom. And you eat that venison jerky. Aww. Mm-hmm. Mount and stuff that thing on your wall or something. I don't know what you fuck them. I don't know what y'all do to them. A lot of stuff. It's not like you go to restaurants and see a lot of deer on the menu. I don't know what the fuck y'all killing them animals for. But the point being, yeah, now that's over because yeti coolers took a stand now you gotta go out and you get a fucking gun that's hiding and sitting out in the fucking sun all day you know what are you supposed to do with that yeah, all the ice that you buy from fucking 7-eleven to fill up the cooler now that that part of the economy is dead i, I mean I, I i mean i'm anti-gun but i empathize for you you know well you supposed to put your glock now 
when it's when it's a, a hot day out so just put it in your in a holster or something in a hot ass holster you get that 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 lukewarm gun up against your hand ah that, that just ruins the whole experience so sorry about that guys Mm-mm-mm. yeah according to reviews they are very good and high uh quality uh they actually go up to uh 350 is the most expensive well the most expensive ones on this site mm-hmm. and they start at uh 249 good for them okay them expensive ass coolers i guarantee the nra people wasn't buying them anyway that was too busy that could be another gun uh sandy hook parents sue alex jones for defamation that took a while so since 2012 after that school shooting he's been one of those right-wing conspiracy theorists that's claiming everything was fake big hoax the parents making it all up right like these people didn't lose their children crisis actors and shit like that to the point where guys there's a documentary about sandy hook on uh netflix and this is not to be insulting to the lives of anyone lost there i couldn't even watch it not because of the reason y'all think it's not a hard watch it was boring as fuck now i'm not trying to diss the the documentary um far from it i'm actually saying i was watching like 30 minutes of it and i realized the whole point of the documentary was to prove that these fucking kids existed right now every other documentary on that gives you the facts okay not to be morbid but if you want to watch the oklahoma city bombing they they just like this happened this happened this happened and this happened and that's why that motherfucker went crazy and blew that shit up and it's like thank you i didn't know that now i know the whole story right you know this shit it was like and daniel was in soccer and he did this and he went to this class and here's a recording of his voice and his video of us watching play soccer and i was like holy shit the the fucking conspiracy theorist people have driven the argument so far crazy to to rightville they just gotta have a documentary on like the these are our children and they aren't here anymore it's not even about what happened during the school shooting or how the geek guy got the gun or how it was possible like none of that they don't even talk about that shit it's just i'm a teacher at this school i've been teaching for this many years here's pictures of me with kids here's this i exist i'm real this is my daughter this is my husband and we are real people can you please stop fucking with us that was a whole documentary so i had to turn it off because it was boring but god damn these people crazy so i see why they suing them imagine that you lose a loved one and you got to spend part of your life going back and grieving but also documenting like hey man my son was real why would i make up a fucking son i got a birth certificate i got documentation you know and for you to constantly put it out there to the point that the families got tired of you lying on them that they made this bullshit up and that's why you get to the fact that they put out so much false shit to you basically for a lot of people i can literally say anything and you can't challenge me they was like oh motherfucker we gonna challenge you quit saying that bullshit so they suing them man i don't blame it and i hope they fucking win stop that yeah and it's sad they suing him in 2018 because he won't stop right 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 they was gonna let him live and they was like please stop this please stop this and he just kept going off at the mouth they were like fuck it only way to get you to shut the fuck up is to sue you right like i'm sure they would love to 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 fucking move on with their lives and 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 you know have mourned and 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 you know try to find some semblance to go forward and nah i gotta turn around and fucking fight this nigga every day on you know because 
because his he, minions is harassing me and shit and he right. won't shut the fuck up everywhere i go on social media a lot of times you know in the little small towns possibly you just walking around and people right. will constantly you like look stop that bullshit right and the thing is when you say crazy shit like that you can't just go back to the well turn it on and off you know when it's t- today when i'm getting sued hey hey uh, i actually didn't believe all that shit tomorrow when i'm not getting sued i actually do believe all that shit because that's your revenue stream how you gonna turn it off um a south carolina prison riot characterized as a mass casualty event um there was a riot in which seven people were killed as part of a broader epidemic of violence in u.s prison um uh so yeah south carolina prison erupted into violence on sunday night and early monday morning uh turned into what officials described as a mass casualty event in total seven inmates were killed and at least 17 were injured uh i don't think any guards were injured or killed yeah no prison guards were hurt uh inmates said that bodies were literally stacked on top of each other claiming the prison guards did little to stop the violence between inmates most of the fatal injuries appeared to be a result of stabbing or slashing although some inmates may have been beaten to death the riot was the worst in u.s prison in the quarter century officials said the dispute at lee correctional institution which holds people convicted of the, some of the worst crimes in the state uh was over money and territory an inmate told the ap that fighting appeared to be gang related he also said that many cell locked doors were broken even before the riot allowing inmates to roam freely and perhaps contributing to the chaos it's been over two hours but no co's have responded to this unit and no medical personnel have attempted to render any kind of aid the inmate wrote to the ap the co's never even attempted to render aid nor quell the disturbance they just sat in the control bubble called the issue in and then sat on their collective asses the violence i believe that yeah i mean one these prisons are very overcrowded at this point right um two they're mostly you know for profit that you know um and the conditions in them are horrible and this is the thing i was talking about with that sheriff that didn't want to feed the inmates um i think we might talk about that on pregame uh well wherever we talked about it. maybe we talked about it on here anyway if you treat people less than human they start thinking they're less than human you know if you treat them like their life is worth two dollars a day of food and you know the bare minimum necessities and all this type of shit then they they will they they carry that with them and the the cost of expending another person's life becomes not that big a deal uh the violence broke out at 7 15 p.m on sunday spreading the three housing units officers failed to contain the violence for hours with order restored by 2:55 a.m on monday the south carolina department of correction said in a statement on facebook while the incident was particularly bad it also is part of a problem of violence in u.s prisons more broadly a problem that at least in south carolina seems to be getting deadlier uh violence is a very big problem in american prisons according to a 2009 study published in the journal of correctional health care about 21 percent of male in prison inmates during a six-month period are physically assaulted and between two and five percent are sexually assaulted oh uh but this kind of problem appears to be getting worse in south carolina in particular investigation by john monk monk from the state uh for the state of south carolina newspaper um found the number of inmates killed in those states prisons more than doubled in 2017 from the year before and quadrupled from two years ago mm, you don't say yep um so yes the conditions are horrible i bet it's i guarantee it's understaffed because i mean think about it you're talking about money right what costs money staff right and the staff is like hey it is three of us monitoring x amount of buildings we can't do shit 
the there was a prison um at lee correctional it opened about 25 years ago it holds about 1700 of some of south carolina's most violent offenders it's no stranger to violence three weeks ago inmates overpowered a guard holding him hostage and taking control of part of a dorm for about 90 minutes the guards were the guard was released uninjured in february one inmate fatally stabbed another the prison is about 50 miles east of columbia the state capital is home to kirkland correctional institution where four inmates were fatally strangled a year ago one of the two inmates accused of the crime said he killed them so he would be moved to death row so he'd rather oh. die uh lee county coroner Lo- larry logan told the ap that the most uh that most south carolina prisons have struggled to find enough workers indicating that understaffing is making it difficult to keep these places under control um so yeah and especially when our solution to everything is prison prison more prison put people in prison for longer sentences forever no you know no no you can't get out and get a job you can't do anything but go back to prison like right because they fucking tarnish your record you, right. you get a strike and then and the thing is everything costs money you get out the only the only means of actually making money is actually to start your own business and that shit costs money and we're not trying to rehabilitate folks we're just mm-hmm. trying to make better prisons you know bigger better more profitable prisons right you cut them off from their families you cut them off of their friends they aren't allowed to go see them Mm-hmm. um let's see let's get into some other stuff oh man gotta do this just because it's uh what this shit is piling up but uh okay. fucking with black people wait oh, I'm about to say. <laughs> try this again fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles to make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody let's see who's fucking with us today all right um oh a black woman was dragged to the ground and arrested by officers in the alabama waffle house over a dispute about plastic utensils now there's video going around obviously i won't play it um Mm -hmm. but um there was uh this black woman she came in a waffle house to order some food she had eaten there the night before and um they got video of what happened but um police ended up brutally taking her down threatening to break her arm um and um um and and it, and like took her down so violently like her shirt came down you could see her breast in the restaurant um she, it was a 25 year old chickasia clemens and her friend uh kanita adams they went to waffle house while placing the order clemens asked for plastic utensils at that point the employee told her they would be an additional charge of 50 cents um her meal was to go i'm assuming the meal was to go um even if it was here when have you ever been charged 50 cents for plastic utensils in any restaurant ever never right right um so clemens told the employee well we didn't get charged for utensils when we purchased food from the same waffle house the night before the employee suddenly canceled their order oh that's racist Clemens then asked for the contact information for the Waffle House district manager. Right. Right? Like, if this is the policy, I want to talk to a manager about it. 
that a trope so so common among white women we we make a joke out of it i like to talk to a manager right they didn't even ask her to leave familiar she was waiting for them to give her the district manager's card so she could file a complaint on one of the waitresses clemens mother chiquita clemens howard told the uh news site when they went to get go get the card that's when the police showed up the officer should have come in and said we need uh we need to you to leave the video shows after briefly speaking to clemens a white saraland uh alabama police officer dragged a young woman by her arm from where she was sitting onto the floor of waffle house three officers stood over the young woman pulled at her lens they attempted to cover their actions resulted in her top being pulled down exposing her breasts throughout the entire altercation clemens and adams can be heard attempting to get answers out of the officers as to why clemens is being apprehended what are you doing clemens asked i'll break your arm that's what i'm about to do an officer could be heard responding even as the two women voiced their distress customers can be seen eating in the background clemens was ultimately charged with disorderly conduct and resisting arrest clemens howard told the news site the mother paid clemens a thousand dollar bond sunday morning the footage shows the story completely the upset mother said my nerves are very very bad right now uh mobile naacp president david smith released a statement sunday noting that the organization will be gathering facts on the incident especially in light of the recent inexplicable arrest of two black men in the philadelphia starbucks um to me this is very like the same thing as the philadelphia starbucks shit and the and the bigger you know people are gonna blame at you know at waffle house they can do that i, I don't care they uh you know people blame starbucks you know i remember that um i don't know that the restaurant brand ceo and shit is even responsible for this type of shit you know maybe you fired the person or something or whatever i i I think waffle house may have released a statement backing this woman up so in that case they're complicit to me um but remember when i said last week those brothers was almost lucky that it happened in the starbucks because starbucks actually gives a fuck about its public reputation like this is more what i expected right like waffle house is pretty much backed up the 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 person who called the police and then said um we ain't got nothing else to talk about and we'll just wait till this blows over because they don't give a fuck you know obviously there's a dichotomy of this happening to a black woman instead of black men so there's people that are like mm, i know there's a lot less rallying a lot less a lot tweeting. less crying in the street right a lot less this could have happened to me this could have happened to you a lot less of that um she was ultimately charged for disorderly conduct and resisting arrest T- such two bullshit charges two bullshit charges mm-hmm. clemens howard uh told the news site the mother paid clemens bond yeah okay um in light of the current situation in our country such as a uh, arrest of the two black men filled every starbucks coffee shop we felt it was important for our members to get a first-hand account of the incident which has now gone viral on social media locally across the country said the naacp spokesperson uh as for the officers the spokesperson for the police department said the department would be investigating nothing's gonna happen um yeah we're aware of the arrest at waffle house and um and the company video social media the situation is being thoroughly reviewed okay uh waffle house spokesperson told al.com that although it is still obtaining and reviewing information it believes there's a reason there's reason to question clemens version of what happened it's fair to say that the information we have received at this point differs significantly from what was been reported and been reportedly been attributed to miss clemens and strong strongly supports that actions taken by the police department that's the response i I expect from these corporations and shit right because like it's open season on niggas it's open season you got a president 
that says if you gotta knock a nigga on the head putting him in the car hey it's cool hey is you guys will no longer have to worry about oversight from my department of justice we got your back you know from now on you you will have the full authority of the law behind you you know what i mean like they've been encouraging this shit to happen to niggas it's just been this dog whistles thing and i think it's no coincidence that you got people calling the police on black people for shit like they were sitting in starbucks for two minutes you know you got you got people calling that you want utensils well that's gonna be 50 cent um but y'all don't charge for that oh okay uh you need to talk to my manager i'll be right back police can you come real quick and it should scare the fuck out of all of america not just black people it should scare the fuck out of all of america that racist people know that they can call the police on a black person and it doesn't matter what the story is the police are just gonna rough the black people up and take them downtown at best best case scenario that should bother everybody and then you wonder why we don't fuck with the police how can you possibly wonder this person wanted plastic and i already knew what the excuse was gonna be why why didn't you just do what they say just pay for the because it's fucking wrong and i just asked a question and i knew it was wrong i knew it probably happened to me because i was black so i said let me just talk to a fucking manager i'm not raising my voice i'm not throwing anything even if i was fuck you but i'm not even like hey can i talk to a manager then if y'all are gonna do this stupid shit you know <clears throat> it's not like asking for an extra sauce in the drive through at mcdonald's you know well it, it might actually cost some money even though you may have gotten it for free they've never charged anyone for utensils you know what's the fucking what what difference does it make so so yeah you, you know you have that shit and then um you know obviously she uh, she probably was yelling and being out of the bar you know how we when this women we definitely blame them you know except it'll be some people that are black women some people that are black men saying that shit when it was the brothers in starbucks it was mostly just white people that were speculating that the, they must have been acting up right but when it's black women you know it goes back to like well you know sisters do be talking you know that shit um you know i just i just knew how i was gonna i didn't even read any of your comments because i just knew how i was gonna shake out you know it, it's just different you know but it's just so frustrating because it's so predictable and it happens so often i mean it's, it's they're just stripping us of our dignity it's not even right these this is about dignity right the right to sit in a coffee shop and wait on your friend that's dignity it's not some absurd request it's not you need to walk out and say hey man you might if i stick my dick into the counter for a couple minutes and just hang out like it's not like they, they ain't come in hey guys you might want to take a shit in the uh coffee machine over there buddy is that cool right anybody got a got a problem with that you know like uh you might want to hop behind the register and do a couple do a couple orders for everybody nah like it's just i would like to sit and wait on my friend like everybody else does in this motherfucker yeah but you're black and i think that's gonna be a problem you know i need some uh plastic silverware um whoa (laughs) my cups cost a dime you know like it's just bullshit man so zero to a hundred oh a hundred yeah that was a hundred um um there was more shit like this too that happened um oh hooters responded poorly to backlash after a racist firefighter spit spat on a black child 2018 guys 
it's not rosewood no no and the thing is people love trump because he's doing exactly what he said he literally is taking it back slavery hymns didn't start um yep uh so yeah one witness said that he was flabbergasted when a firefighter told police he was a first responder he basically said that little uh get that little blank up off the ground off the floor uh then he said the nigger started uh then the n-word started to get thrown around this incident happened at 8 15 p.m and the witness said that he was approximately five feet away he said he saw the child had wandered away from his family members when <coughs> one of them went to get the child the firefighter used the racial slur and spat on the child how's that okay why would you do that to a child why why you know how many times i've seen little white kids running all around some motherfucking place and i just went all right little white kid just don't bump into me or whatever the fuck that's like, all i ask just don't bump into me i never turn around I was like crack a spit yeah and, and it's not even for the child it's like i don't want i don't know how your parents are going to respond to you bumping into me police were called and when the witnesses found out the man was a first responder he was stunned yeah how many black people he's had to get called to supposedly assist i feel like the black houses get to burn a little longer overland park police said the unnamed suspect will be charged for his actions sergeant john lacy uh police first of all you're still not naming him did i read that right yeah he a public fucking servant right protection he spat on a fucking kid he's accused of that i want to know his fucking name what are you doing what are you doing how's that even a fucking (sighs) anyway um so then um sergeant john lacy a police spokesman also confirmed the suspect as a first responder but did not say which agency he works for only that he does not work in kansas hooters of america has now responded to a reporter's question uh concerning the incident is that Hooters does not tolerate any harassment, discriminatory language, and the safety and well-being of our guests and employees are the utmost priorities. Of course, it goes without saying that our policy is to fully cooperate with any law enforcement investigation. Uh, the fire department is getting backlash on social media over the incidents. Many thought the man worked for their department. They released a statement um, saying, "I understand this incident did not involve our personnel." So, mm-hmm so and yeah my understanding i think it was in a different article i don't know if i had another article but like the police were like questioning the black family and shit too like it wasn't just as simple as like the police showed up and was like this man spit on a child he has to go it was like what did you niggers do <laughs> you know it's, anyway zero to a hundred that's a hundred as well um kanye west who's back on twitter means he's back on this shit again kanye west applauds a um black lives matter critic and many of his fans revolt this is so disturbing uh yeah he said he loves the way that candace owens thinks um she's a frequent guest on fox news and Infowars. she launched a website on youtube uh in 2017 called red pill black which promotes black conservatism she's held president trump is not just the leader of the free world but the savior of it as well she's been known to blast back black lives matter um and then once she uh once he said that to her she replied i'm freaking out at kanye west please take a meeting with me i'll tell every single person that everything that i've been inspired to do was written in your music i am my own biggest fan because you made it okay i need you to help wake up the black community 
and then people you know was like what the fuck are you doing Kanye she's anti-black anti-LGBTQ and fact-hating uh Raquel Willis said on Twitter um yeah I I mean Kanye West is the pro-blackness as Megyn Kelly is the feminism mm-hmm. I can say a million times as and motherfuckers always kind of like root for him on this like on the side of like he be saying some deep shit and i'm like man just listen to the songs enjoy the music that's how, that's that's why i came that's about like you cannot feed into like him as a philosopher and shit because he just doesn't give a fuck and he says wild shit and he feels like the only time that you know um the only time it's a problem is when people ain't talking about him so he don't care what he got to say to get you talking you know he's just a bridge burning ass nigga man like he's been he's hella inconsistent you know i was thinking about this shit last night i was like kanye is just that nigga that is always in some shit but he swear it's never him like nigga you've been in drama your whole fucking life and it's everybody else's fault you know it's i remember him being on stage talking shit about jay-z and you know our daughters played together and then you don't call me and all this shit and i'm like nigga you got a phone but you that work both ways you can call him but you on stage yelling at an audience full of people that ain't jay-z talking about y'all personal relationship and what's wrong with it like nigga pick up the phone to fix it if it's that big a deal but nah you this is your ego because you do this kind of shit and you're a hypocrite and yet at the same time your actions are justified and nobody else's is you know like it's just wow like don't talk about me da, 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 but you talking about somebody why could we always blame and race then something happened to you this is racist fuck out of my face man you know so i just <sighs> you know i just don't even yeah i'm just here for the music when it comes yeah. to kanye that's, that's that's why i came yeah like i can't even it was funny people was writing these long posts about it and like there's a lot of people i'm quitting you now and not he is canceled and shit and i was like hey y'all still was holding out nobody gets canceled baby like this nigga went from george bush doesn't care about black people to him not caring about black people just let him go just let him go let him be he just he's doing his thing everybody was so happy he came back to twitter i was like this won't last long mute kanye mute kanye west um anyway though um zero to hundred zero yeah i gotta give it a you know what i do gotta give it a zero i never even heard of candace owens until today i didn't know who the fuck that person was that's candace owens could deliver me a pizza right now and i wouldn't oh. even know she was a make america great again person i wouldn't have you said she was black i thought she was white i don't know who that woman is she might be famous i mean you know the youtube people do be famous these days and i don't keep up with it so she might you know she must be somebody or something i don't know but it just that's that world is so foreign to everything i believe in i'm, I'm not watching Infowars or fox news to know, mm, I don't know who the latest is. coon is you know she's like trying to come up and be the black you know version of coon and you know like like tommy lauren is over there and she want to be like black woman tommy lauren and i'm like that's always a losing strategy because you're dealing with a racist fucking you're dealing with a racist group of people they're never gonna let you be bigger than the white people over there come on remember that GOP white whack chicken woman with the, with the whack ass chicken she, she made she, she disappeared yeah like you just become a nobody because they're never gonna you're gonna hit a glass ceiling eventually and it's a glass ceiling that you claim to believe in the black inferiority complex 
you know you try to be like i'm an exceptional black person but they don't believe none of y'all are exceptions y'all all come niggas on all of you yeah i remember people you know whenever kanye would get on his black shit about like the, the fashion industry not respecting me because i'm black and i'm just like nigga this is the only time you want to be black is to say how you the center of the most oppressed people in the universe other than that you don't give a fuck you don't give a fuck about us that's the only time you want to show up is when it's some shit with you like he been acting like a black republican this ain't new right and been a, on some clarence thomas shit right and there's a lot of other people that are exactly like him they might not be as verbal as he is, right but it's people that agree with him yeah so he can go man uh but yeah i probably maybe 25 i don't, I don't know something low not 100 not a, not 100 at all not close uh la fitness fired three employees over a viral racial profiling incident i feel like everybody's already heard of this but um some black people went into a la fitness one of them was a gym member the other one was like on a guest pass or something um and um they filmed filmed it on their phone uh lucky for them but uh the gym told them like hey y'all gotta get out of the gym y'all not members and the dude came back was like hey i actually am a member and here's my pass it's in my locker i'll go get it because you don't have to walk around with your gym tag once you get in the gym and you've used it you can do whatever you want right so he goes gets the gym tag and it runs it and it says he's been a member for years and he's is in good standing and he's like yeah well um you still got to get out the gym and they go back and start working out or whatever for 20 minutes cops get called they tell them the gym people said you got to go so they kicked him out he was a member there for at least eight years um and his friend that signed in using a four-day guest pass to work out with his with, with him um and so um they went ahead and fired the the people that did that yes that and that's what the fuck you do right because um, i proved it to you which is not a problem i tell you mm-hmm. and, and, and shit like this make you mad because it leads you to show me your papers mm-hmm. on the low mm-hmm. you know and so you're like here are my papers and they're like we still don't believe what the fucking motherfucking computer is showing us guarantee you this is not the first time they've done this and honestly they kicked them out called the police police did kick them out i mean they made them leave and the police was looking like well we don't like no, we don't know why they're kicking you out y'all didn't do nothing wrong and so so you so you have that and then they fire the people i mean glad they got fired right you know but it's just that that messaging man you know call the police on black people call the police on black people got a problem with some black people call the police it doesn't matter what the problem is we're empowering the police um so yeah that that's just ridiculous um let's see is there another one i want to do uh texas charter school apologizes for quizzing students on the positive aspects of slavery Hmm. what's so positive about it how do these assignments get past anyone how do they get past anyone yeah they said oh, um how did they get past anyone like i'm not even talking about black you need right, some right. black people mm. this is just like a human being thing of like we should probably not have kids decide what's good about slavery let's just not do this yeah that's what happened when you have white people over shit yeah what's the positive aspects of holocaust books come on well, have you ever read that chapter guys you ever been asked to do that exercise 
yeah it's that compare the positive and negative aspects of slavery which is something that we've seen like a year or two ago where someone else got in trouble for this stupid shit uh photo of the worksheet was posted on social media by a parent of one of the students uh roberto levar who said he was pissed at the assignment we're fully aware there's a concerted effort by the far right nationally to reframe slavery as being not that bad and trying to revive the civil war as being about states rights and not about slavery lavar's son who is who was uncomfortable with having to come up with positive aspects of slavery when in fact there's no such thing the parents suspected the textbook publisher might be to blame um this is absolutely unacceptable at great hearts texas charter school in san antonio asked students to complete a balanced view assignment about slavery requiring them to list the positive aspects of slave lives uh the teacher uh worked from at pearson textbook castro tweeted in response to media relations director for pearson the educational uh, education publishing company uh said we do not support this point of view and strongly condemn the implication that were it there was any positive aspect to slavery they also tweeted we agree this is unacceptable we have investigated this and determined that this worksheet is not our product yeah some shit that they made up so how'd you even get this in the classroom it's some shit that they the person who the teacher yes whoever laid the workout said this is what i'm gonna cover and not tell me funny they may or may not have ran this through the administration they got a fire right well mm-hmm yep um so yeah the um great hearts texas superintendent aaron kendall issued his own statement on facebook last evening great hearts uh was made aware that one of our teachers at the monta vista north campus assigned homework that was very inappropriate and entirely inconsistent with great hearts philosophy and culture in the eighth grade american history class students were asked to reflect on the differing sides of slavery to be clear there's no debate about slavery it is immoral and a crime against humanity and said the assignment was limited to one teacher at just one campus yeah you're right karen they they printed that shit out and brought it up to them they got themselves because if if this was something that was in the book it'd have been more teachers involved mm-hmm. you know and the you you dealing with the the people who published the book possibly getting a lawsuit mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like they go no 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 we didn't put that bullshit in there and the uh teacher's been placed on leave uh pending the investigation so the fuck who i want to the kids should also get an f if they come up with some positive ones it should be like that trick it should be like a trick exam like the naruto exam where yes! the, the the key was to see if you would get caught cheating and give up like that should be the that should, that should be that should be the whole trick is like mm, this little white boy had too many positives we gonna need to see you down in uh student services we gonna need to talk you need some counseling little boy we need to make sure ain't no guns in your house come on. <laughs> i actually couldn't come up with any negatives uh teach mm-hmm oh probably got a podcast check that teacher for a podcast Something get black twitter happening. csi on that shit you know, they, oh, they'll find it. you know they got some <laughs> they got some information somewhere um man ridiculous watch it man look you got kids in these schools man i hope y'all staying involved you better because this shit is uh this shit is embarrassing and scary and all that shit i can't imagine the lesson a little black kid would take man.
reduce labor costs keep families together warmer climates in the south free housing uh all the leftover pork you can eat um good get some new negro spirituals it's been a while since that art forms died away some new ones just coming up with the positive size guys trying to look on the bright side of slavery okay you get you can get a workout every day beating your slaves slaves get a workout working in the fields lose all that weight <clears throat> mm-hmm. we have lots of light-skinned children you know that'll be good yeah somebody good tan yeah i agree good you know, tan. lots we, lots of vitamin d we can get back to a plant-based diet in the south mm-hmm. maybe they can grow marijuana that we've locked them up in prison for mm-hmm. which is already kind of slave labor right <clears throat> that's, that's i'm just kind of, i'm just trying to pass the test teach right. how did i do i know and some of these negroes could go back to their basic foods mm-hmm. and you know what you you get an a you get an a good job buddy did you come up with any negatives no no i was too busy writing on positives i didn't have enough time i need a whole hour to come up with the negatives uh, a whole hour i mean i mean i i got to really hmm you stumped me let's come up with the let's talk about the trash okay taking out the trash what we talked about all these trash ass people out here sexually abusing people in these power positions um you know kind of uh based off of a lot of the me too movement that's going around there's just too much of this shit happening to keep up with so I had to put it in the special trash bin so we can talk about it right tony robbins the inspirational motivational speaker made some controversial me too comments and angered his own fans <laughs> he made his own people mad yep he was uh, on the first leg of his popular three and a half day seminar motivational speaker uh tony robinson earned heckles from a crowd typically composed of agreeable devotees after making some comments interpreted as critical of the me too movement speaking in san jose to a packed stadium of around twelve thousand. damn twelve thousand many of whom pay six hundred fifty dollars to two hundred ninety five dollars to attend his unleash the power within event boy nigga. and y'all mad at fancon come on shit oh my god oh my god no no way i keep looking at the numbers like they're gonna change on my screen 650 to 3000 to be told you could do better nigga are you serious i uh, ain't offer you no product i'm in the wrong game man I'm, I'm trying to tell you we doing this all wrong i'm gonna show up and just just yell at people you can do better than what you're doing you're trash you're whack right. but if you listen to me you'll be good now go out there and get some things done before you leave that'll be three thousand dollars come on you know it's a big ass pyramid scheme mm-hmm Damn. they gonna sell you some product you don't need this money is as some said uh, like fan connie showed up but honestly this money just is gone it's just as gone like i i'd rather i'd rather you cancel the whole event and let me stay home and watch some tv this crazy didn't take my money like that so you can show up anyway um yeah he's a world-renowned life coach known for his profanity-laden approach to self-help he be cussing at y'all he be cussing at y'all he give hate to cuss at y'all oh my god oh my god this nigga rich from cussing people out what good to be white bruh 
i know like little league coaches that do this and they'll never be rich for free they do this they volunteer this wow i will show up and cuss people out in his stead for half this y'all i can do it come on it can't be uh what am i supposed to be doing you know i'm having issues at work when my boss just doesn't respect me i'm glad you answered that you bitch ass nigga uh first of all (laughs) first of all shut up when i'm talking to you little hoe all right um you look like a motherfucker to me that has no backbone okay <laughs> i know but i go over that to the corner you whack ass bitch right thank you so much thank you so much mr robbins thank you i, I appreciate you so, so much for you shut up ho all right I, i'll leave that's right you little punk anyway <laughs> like i was saying where's the next motherfucker that wants some shit talk to them hmm <laughs> get paid for this ah oh. yeah like somebody said fuck you believe in yourself bitch <laughs> no that's a trick right believe in your fucking self motherfucker <laughs> now that'll be three thousand dollars yes you can spend one afternoon with like my grandmama man rest I in know. peace she'll could, get your whole life together what are you yeah, talking about i could imagine black people doing this it would be wonderful honey mm. but i go out there and be the best goddamn thought you can be come have come listen to miss tanya robbins miss robbins what they call her just come sit on her front step and she'll get you right i know on a hot summer day hand me that snuff baby now what's wrong with you yes snuff you little bony ass that's why you ain't got nothing you come up here you're in debt you know why you're in debt because you're a weak motherfucker first of all (laughs) i know why she putting the snuff between her teeth (laughs) give me my teeth back stop right because you know she ain't got no right. teeth because of, of the snuff you still you keep acting like a little bitch and that's why you ain't got nothing uh <laughs> oh man uh, a couple hours after he hit the stage he began to uh, exercise to identify motivating factors in lives one of them was significance it's one of the six basic human needs according to mr robbins and 90 percent of the audience agreed that it was a need and motivating factor for them in that same vein tony went on to say in a nutshell that women in the me too movement were motivated by the same factor to be significant the first time seminar attendee yafang tong agreed uh, robbins was critical of me too movement he then mentioned the movement as a movement of attack and victimhood i think he focused on victimhood first arguing specifically that a significant portion of the people use the hashtag or participate in the movement are victimizing themselves uh he said in uh, added in emails that robin sounded very unsupportive of the movement they ain't be emailing y'all do we cuss in the emails i wonder the 58 year old robbins has built a fortune in a self-help empire thanks to part of his confrontational aggressive style but his remarks last week in san jose crossed the line even for some of the fans one of the audience members a woman from new orleans named nanine mccool um stood up and was given a microphone the subsequent exchange was captured on video um by an attendee who posted on facebook uh but the video has been removed now they probably told say take that shit down mm-hmm. if you use the me too movement to try to get significance and certainly by attacking and destroying someone else all you've done is basically use a drug called significance to make yourself feel good he said um wow yeah she said she was a survivor of sexual abuse and physical violence herself and recall that what angered her what i heard him say was me too was great and all but it's being used by all these women who didn't want to deal with their own problems and they think being a victim is a way to work out their pain by making their perpetrator suffer and that doesn't help them it happened years ago and they need to let it go 
this brought out something in here i was horrified in a sense oh my god right. tony robinson this great job tony robbins this great guy just got has it all wrong i stood up and started yelling you got it all wrong seen in the video robbins told her i'm not knocking the me too move and i'm knocking victimhood and asking the audience to consider <laughs> white men talking about victimhood is so funny but okay consider what his impact is he went on to say that anger is not empowering uh who should throw the stone you shouldn't throw the stone if you've lived in a fucking glass house if there's is there anyone of us that hasn't done something that we prefer we not or that we're embarrassed by or that was hurtful even if we didn't intend it to he continued if you use the me too movement to try to get significance and certainty by attacking and destroying someone else all you've done is basically use a drug called significance make yourself feel good she replied i hear you mischaracterizing the me too movement certainly there are people who are using it for their own personal devices but there are also a significant number of people who are using it to relive whatever may have happened to them oh not to relive whatever happened to them but to make it safe for the young women so that they don't have to feel unsafe after a round of applause she continued and i think you do the whole movement a disservice by characterizing it the way you have i just want to say tony i love you it's sad I, she had to say that part i would actually research his history about all, all those women around him mm-hmm. you doing something because for you to feel like you got to speak on this what are you doing they also feel like they are out thinking the common thought they do that a lot these motivational people where it's like no see i'm so woke that i'm saying that this thing that you think is good is actually bad you know that thing too oh you think black lives matter is good let me tell you why it's not good because i have a mic yeah i i I would question you a person who is in a position that you are rarely a victim in in those type of circumstances because women are normally the victims most Mm -hmm. of the time you know it, it, it extends across the board you know men and all that stuff too but the bulk of it you know put that as the bulk of the ones that's presented up front because there are a lot of men to get to get, to get sexually assaulted too but the ones that are normally presented to to most people are men men on women yeah I, i'm not even arguing i'm saying mm-hmm. uh in addition to he probably may have done some shit right. i'm saying he also decided to talk about this shit and he didn't want to come out and just be in support because these motherfuckers get paid to you know in their mind i'm so popular i'm so right and everybody always says they're right and they always had their back and they paying three thousand dollars to fucking hear you say that you know how you're so much smarter than them and so one way to be smarter is to be like well you know we talked about on the show before contrarian and smart people conflate the two all the time yes they do nobody you know no right thinking person thinks the me too movement is some trash i do because i'm so smart the rest of y'all sheep that's why y'all think it's okay but it's not because let me tell you why because they just they just think they victims yeah people like they need to be careful because if you've done anything you've provoked a lot of these victims to come out now the two then went back and forth in the exchange where robin said i don't feel attacked and that she was using it differently from some other people he did an exercise where he told her to hold out her fist then he pushed her fist with his own to make the point when you push someone it doesn't make you more safe it makes them angry it just makes them angry so this is now this is now him saying the me too movement is pushing these people who are sexual abusers and it's just making the sexual abusers angry how is that an argument against the me too movement it makes no sense well now they're gonna really rape you like they was already keeping me out of jobs harassing me sexually assaulting me 
uh like what the what the fuck else was i supposed to do they weren't going to jail i'm just supposed to let them go unpunished because if i say something then i'm being a victim fuck you of the pushing mccool said i thought okay we're gonna fist bump then he started pushing me i thought he wanted me to show how strong i could be and push back but that's not what he wanted he wanted me to move backwards he went on i was thinking he's going to transform into some kind of awareness i don't know it's tony robinson it's tony robbins there's going to be some kind of lesson here that's going to be useful to me i initially started pushing back but he immediately pushed back harder there was no way he was going to knock me on my ass if i didn't step backwards so i quit pushing his against him i started walking backwards as long as he was pushing me i was moving uh nine of the 11 attendees advice spoke uh spoke to brought up how robin's larger size of physical contact with her seemed almost intimidating right he's a very large man so she looks tiny next to him then he starts pushing her not to be abusive but pushing her as an interaction um uh who's been to say logan wick of austin who's been a follower of robin's for eight years and has gone to four of his seminars in that moment when you're talking about me too and you're telling a woman and you're pushing against her you're very large no matter what size man you are you shouldn't be doing that in that context at another point in the conversation with mccool captured on the video posted on facebook robin said it breaks my heart for women not for men before sharing an anecdote about a very famous man powerful man um he had spoken who felt unable to hire a woman because she was too attractive see y'all out here don't want us to sexually harass y'all and y'all scaring us so now we ain't gonna hire you why would i hire a woman if she might complain about my sexual harassment of her he interviewed three people that day one was a woman two were men the one was better qualified but she was very attractive and he knew i can't have her around because it's too big a risk and he hired somebody else i have a dozen men tell me this i don't understand in that context how it's the woman's fault that you can't have an attractive woman around you without doing something that will get you called out in the me too movement what the fuck i do because you got a dick and how dare she make it jump you know what i'm saying but like that should still be the man's fault like tony robbins as the so-called good man in this discussion the one who's like don't do these things he should be like and these men are scum for the fact that they refuse to even hire a woman because they're saying i can't keep my fucking dick off of her if i do no he goes and that's your fault women you and this fucking me too shit now this woman didn't get a job and it's your fault really right right, because you know it boils down to the simple thing men don't want to admit that men are trash men don't right. want to admit that but it, if you told him men was trash he'd be like nah come on now you're going too far but no man should hire an attractive woman because they can't help themselves but but men are not trash and you, and you hurt my feelings with that right and 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 the thing is it's the brand it individually is a whole nother thing but it's the overall brand like the police it's the brand police not individual cops it's the brand um when mccool called this a lame excuse he countered that she was in fact the one making excuse you giving you're giving an excuse you're telling me the more i push the more i'm going to be safe is it true it's not listen to me there's plenty of women in this room and plenty of other points of view i'm not asking you to take my point of view i'm asking you to consider how you use anything technology hashtag me too anything 
he went on to say freedom doesn't come from more anger and that i think anyone who's been hurt should be able to express it and they should be able to get restitutions mm-hmm. what i'm not supportive of is victimhood he then he then asked the audience to consider what that technology stressed people out while making them more productive as an example of a double-edged sword I'm making shit up keep in mind um this victimhood shit that they keep talking about the me too movement isn't about victimhood no it's not it's about restitution it's about being proactive it's about safety it's about positive change it's all the shit that he would if he want if he wasn't a man and he believed in the other things he said about you know motivating people's lives it's all the things he support yeah go out make a positive change you you know push make them know that you're gonna have a safe space and get you get this the clarity and the certainty that you want and then he's like but i mean now that i have a dick and y'all don't uh i actually gotta say i feel uncomfortable he's making himself the victim these powerful men can't hire women no more poor us in response to rob is going on for about about this for a moment mccool said you are a leader and influential man and you're doing a disservice in my opinion to the me too movement a statement that was greeted with applause from the audience eventually mccool admitted that she misunderstood robbins and the life coach said i'm not saying the movement's wrong i'm saying everything was a kind of consequence raise your hand if you heard me and you want to use things in a way that doesn't addict you to your problems and you don't want to be a victim addict you to your problems wow he then said he wanted women to be treated fairly and noted his company is 70 percent women no, don't well why are you hiring women if uh you scared of the me too movement what's what's different about your company i'm not criticizing any woman i'm saying man or woman if you get into a pattern of victimization who's going to hurt but you specifically brought up the me too movement who is majority <clears throat> of women right nice and loud who's it going to hurt he said and everybody said yourself and he said that's right right because you realize you got to the point that this woman was making sense and she was actually fighting against you versus that you turn it into the crowd who you know is literally eating up your words who probably isn't paying this woman no attention and so you basically got the crowd to kind of overshadow mm-hmm. her and someone in the crowd yelled say you're sorry and robin's laughed and said i'm not gonna be, be inauthentic and say i'm sorry about something i'm not sorry about then katie perry's roar blasted through the sound system oh that's ironic um here's my thing i, I don't trust nobody that can't say they sorry nope you can't apologize i mean he was clearly wrong you know he, but he didn't want to lose he knows that if he loses in that moment he becomes um he not tony robbins the charismatic leader you know right but he was clearly wrong she proved him wrong literally right there in front of that room and he had to be like nah i'm gonna spin it to where i'm still right y'all be careful if somebody convince themselves they right at all times i don't trust nobody can can't ain't never wrong um so yeah uh he robbins um a spokeswoman for robbins told vice that in the full context of the speech his remarks about the me too movement were not derogatory and offered the following statement tony robbins is and always has been supportive of the me too movement he has devoted his life's work over 40 years to help people in their pain and suffering and most importantly improve the quality of their lives tony is against any uh against abuse of any kind to anyone period no he's not that's not what he said mm-hmm mm-hmm so yeah and of course some some people agree with the remarks that were there you know mm. so you take that for what it's worth but right. tony robbins out here spreading the gospel of uh me too is fucked up apparently 
you just happen it, to be a it, white man and it's gonna be interesting you got all those women out there believe you me you doing something you ain't got no business doing or somebody in your organization doing something they ain't got no business doing and y'all trying to cover it up it will come out yeah um so big six five man pushing a woman in front of an audience of people talking about don't be a victim and shit like <sighs> I, just, I, I just feel sad that that shit works on anyone correct it's like damn it's people that this shit is working on like they really sitting around like thank god tony robbins got my life together today by letting me know that i'm being a victim for not wanting to you know go to work and make less money be sexually assaulted or be harassed or blackballed yeah shit like that scared me i always assume it's a cult yeah um russell simmons uh has been accused by a real housewives of new york star uh star luann uh de Lesseps, who claims that he grabbed my ass in the elevator three summers ago in miami oh that's not good yep he grabbed my ass in the elevator it was just a pig she said haven't told anybody about that before i was grossed out i was like how dare you he invaded me took advantage of me being who he is thinking he is all it he is all it all everything he thought he could just do that and i looked at him and i said don't ever do that again she claimed he never apologized for the alleged incident simmons vehemently denied the accusations as he provided his full statement to the daily beast below that i'm not reading Mm -mm. at this point he's denied like he's he's getting up there he's getting up there especially when he went from like you know i have acted inappropriately sometimes and then it started piling up to him like i've never done anything wrong ever in my life and hashtag what about me hashtag mm-hmm. y'all did it not ha- not yeah, me ha- hashtag i gotta step down from my company that yeah. i created with everybody my name on it hashtag everybody but me too come on um so yeah um what else i don't know who else to, you know what? i'm gonna move into guess the race we're starting to run out of time um let's do some guess the race and then we'll wrap this bad boy up karen let's do it now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one gay show going across all the podcast land we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and um everybody's playing as racist all right yes all right let's get into it uh search warrants in the death of a saint paul bicyclist focused on suspects missing hyundai St. Paul police have filed more than 15 applications for search warrants in their investigation into a fatal hit and run of a Brasa rotisserie employee who was biking home from work in November. Mm. All of them focused on Abby Hagner and her son, Dustin Hagner Royce. Neither has been charged, but they were arrested and released in the weeks after Jose Hernandez Solano was found lying motionless on the street. Oh. At the Grand, uh, at the intersection, November 26th. He suffered severe head and spinal injuries and died. Uh, Hagner declined to comment when reached by a reporter Thursday and her son could not be reached. The latest search warrants appear to be aimed at trying to determine, uh, whether Hagner is lying about the whereabouts of her Hyundai. Uh, she told police her vehicle, uh, she sold her vehicle to an unknown Mexican. Mm hmm. A unknown Mexican or Somali male. What? You don't have no documentations about I've sold vehicles before. Y'all got to sign something. People gotta stamp it. 
what are we talking about here mexican or somali i guess you can't tell the difference are those even close to the same no uh whom she said she had been unable to understand but she sold it to him for three thousand dollars four days before the deadly crash she also reportedly admitted to officers that she had still had a lien of five thousand dollars on the suv at the time of the sale uh, well then you didn't and she's s- continuing to make payments on the lien even though she sold it technically but with no paperwork a search warrant of her uh it filed december 21st saw her banking records it hopes that the bank surveillance system might show the vehicle that she used to make transactions police believe that video may show her claims to be false another search warrant saw access to her bank account records to prove that neither he nor his mom made deposits of three thousand dollars after they allegedly sold that hyundai come on uh guess the race of who of the, the people that hit the man okay was, yeah because you said the victim's name too so i didn't know which one well obviously the person the people that did the hitting oh the people that did the hitting they white because they don't know the difference between a mexican or a somalian Mm-hmm. um i'm gonna go to the next session and then you guys can guess in there um that way it'll probably be easy okay easier so don't guess yet we'll be right back give it a yeah. minute submit it again on the other side y'all yeah do 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 i know do 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 all right um uh we are back live i will add everyone to the session i will put you back on the screen let's do this uh there you go and uh let's get to these guesses lion ass white says trey white white says fine wine whitey white white says simone we'll call the cops if you arrive two minutes early at starbucks oh, white shit. doesn't see color but can call an ethnicity can call an ethnicity white 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 honky some african or mexican they all sound alike and look the same she said white white and colonizer cream the correct answer is white yeah he was either um a mexican japanese or um egyptian yeah i don't know i couldn't understand anything but i knew three thousand dollars was coming for my car come on like somebody in chat room say brown or brown you pick right some sort of brown but on some real shit she said she couldn't understand them and i think i know why because i think i know who she sold the car to hey 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 that's a nice car you got right there what's that a hyundai i know they was like we're gonna have a good time all right all right we got a vehicle y'all are you is this uh sir are you like mexican i can't understand anything you're saying why y'all singing and dancing with all this dirt i don't understand why y'all taking the car to the junkyard hey 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 we're gonna drive to a mexican all right all right (laughs) (laughs) so stupid white people are terrible they are terrible they can't, they can't even get their racism right so fucked up and racist for no reason at all you killed a man first of all <laughs> you, you i sold my car to, to I, the black people that did this i don't <laughs> jesus all right let's uh let's see what else we got here um 
a couple was arrested on a plane because they were joking about joining the mile high club mm. oh like the illuminati you better not talk about it <laughs> sounds like their flight plan got grounded hey um <laughs> too drunk and frisky sound, sound like they had a crash landing <laughs> yeah, they didn't really have a plan karen they were just winging it um so two drunk and frisky flyers were arrested after a woman put her head under a blanket on the lap of another passenger during a return flight from sin city and they said they were joking around about joining the mile high club oh sound like somebody was getting their dicks up yeah that's the one way to join the canoodling couple from minnesota identified in an airport uh police report as teresa m teresa m cone and tyler v bohm comb and bone come on we coming and booming they were handcuffed as soon as they landed at january 21st in the um airport at st paul international police said the alleged risque behavior on their sun that on their sun country flight uh involved cone's head beneath the blanket that was placed on bone's lap cone insisted to the police that her head was only under the blanket for two seconds but jenny huska who was seated in a row behind the couple said it lasted for several minutes mm-hmm. they said the couple had been making out and cone was touching bone all over all over his body um yeah she said it was non-stop cone told police she and bone were merely joking around uh, about joining the mile high club by having sex on the airplane according to an airport police incident report we are we are getting the lawyers bone told the police i told the paper it's a joke that's all i can say mm-hmm. cone who could not be reached for comment was ready to start drinking before the plane even took off and was acting belligerent to flight attendants who denied his early request for a beer mm. they were each issued the summons uh wednesday i kind of engine never breaks and hits people like this anyway guys guess the race karen oh uh definitely uh white all right karen. Uh, they like to drag brown people off a plane okay let's check the chat room we wanted mayo with our peanuts white oh well honey you say you want to try new things white <laughs> white ah! white as fuck i thought i could fly southwest on his balls white <laughs> oh lord <laughs> uh white white people coach seating white white hated black panther white quick pumper white white minnesota prairie home companion white oh. white people who are mad at blacks are in first class come on yeah potato salad with no paprika yeah i feel like um i feel like they were mad uh because the in-flight movie wasn't you know west by wes anderson they were white caucasity on these people like y'all already drunk and then you're like and i'm gonna i i want to get my dick sucked too and i'm gonna be mad if y'all try to stop me how dare you arrest me i was so belligerent that the people was like no sir we will not give you a drink yeah did it show up in the chat it did oh my 
yeah i see why they objected to watching them have sex all right come on they're like sir this isn't this isn't sexy at all please Mm -hmm. put your penis back away right uh (laughs) all right let's go to it was like nobody wants to watch this nobody sir sir if you're gonna do that it's appropriate that you do it in the cockpit all right seriously let's go to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far we are uh karen's two for two i know let's see if she can keep it going in the bonus round i'll try y'all all right let's see a new york police department police officer is accused of running a drug den after being caught with twenty five thousand dollars a new york police department housing officer who helped her boyfriend run a heroin traffic ring oh was caught with twenty five thousand dollars in drug money stuffed in her a purse with her service weapon yesenia Jimenez, 31 and her boyfriend luis soto 33 were busted uh tuesday on drug trafficking and weapon possession charges as part of a larger investigation into heroin traffic from mexico into new york the two turned their bronx apartment into a drug stash home federal prosecutors said and Jimenez traveled to massachusetts with soto for an important stop with a heroin trafficker the couple popped up on the drug enforcement uh, administration's radar in january after finding soto's phone number on the cell phone of a narcotics trafficking suspect from queens soto made the trip to massachusetts on sunday and headed back to new york around 10 30 p.m at 2 a.m on tuesday a joint dea nypd and state police task force uh stopped soto's car outside their uh, apartment uh in soundview after she started unloading bags from the trunk Jimenez was sitting in the passenger seat the stuffed purse at her feet with the handle of the nypd issue glock nine millimeter sticking out well you don't want it to be any mysteries soto was carried around uh, uh, carrying another twenty five thousand dollars in a black pa- plastic grocery bag and he admitted he picked up all the cash from massachusetts according to uh, court filings a search of their apartment uncovered 250 grams of alleged heroin in a closet Jimenez joined the nypd in 2015 she's been suspended without pay her facebook page shows her wearing the nypd t-shirts and hats and sharing several pro-police messages this is like some shit out of belly Jimenez, she's out here like blue lives matter but i'm gonna be selling this heroin <laughs> okay Jimenez's lawyer mary gobiner uh challenged the weapon possession charges filed against her this is her service weapon given that she's a police officer she's kind of mandated to have a service weapon with her that's a nice try a judge ordered her bail at seventy five thousand dollars bond while soto agreed to be held without bail Jimenez declined to be uh declined comment guess the race latinx all right let's check the chat room see what they believe latinx who thought they were stars of the wire the bronx tales telemundo latinx latinx oh. also her boyfriend drive her also let her boyfriend drive a car with the lambda theta tags latinx latinx moving kilos latinx 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 cop the correct answer is uh i'm gonna say latinx but she looked black You know y'all New York motherfuckers got them weird ass rules. Y'all be letting people that's not black say nigga and shit. So she look like she get away with it. Um, so her picture look black in this one. I don't know. You see it? Mm-hmm. She like a black woman to me. 
what do you think yeah she like i said she, like maybe she um like dominican a, or some shit yeah that's what i'm about to say yeah anyway i'm gonna still get y'all attendance because i don't know because y'all got them weird ass rules up there all right let's go to um let's go uh to sore ratchetness guys gotta get out of here <coughs> Um, a man threatened staff with a sword during a limerick off-license robbery. What? I don't know what that is. Gardai in Limerick, I guess that's a place. Okay. The Gardai are like the police. Uh, are investigating a robbery at an off-license in which a man threatened a staff with a sword. The fuck is an off-license? I don't know. It's like a business or something? I don't know. I guess you either own the license or you're off. I don't know what's happening here. Right? Somebody said it's in Ireland. Okay. Off license is a term used in the United Kingdom for a shop license to sell alcoholic beverages for consumption off the premises, as opposed to a bar, a public house, which is licensed to sell consumption at point of sale. Okay, so he's at a liquor store. Oh, okay, like the ABC stuff. Yeah. The robbery occurred Monday night around 8.40 p.m., and Guard Eye are seeking assistance in relation to the incident. A lone male entered the off license premises called Coasters on Church Street in Limerick City. Uh, he had a sword with him and he threatened a member of staff there he then made off with a sum of cash Mm-mm-mm. and they are looking for witnesses well well motherfucking well watch y'all back it's drunk niggas with swords running around come on we'll be back tomorrow we will to do whatever this was oh whatever this was thank you for listening thank you for people in the chat we'll talk to y'all then until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.